Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are focusing on growing together. It's exciting to know that we can grow in our relationship with Jesus and friendships with one another. Daily, as we abide in Jesus and invite His Word to abide in us, spiritual growth takes place in and through our lives. So what does growing together look like for you in your life and ministry setting? Grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. Welcome to a new series here on the Inspire on the Go podcast, and we're calling this a summer of service. You know, summertime is usually hot, and we're next to the pool, and we've got vacation Bible school, and we've got all the things for our families and for our kids, and I was just thinking it would be so good for us to look for meaningful ways to connect with uh, ministries right here in Arkansas and beyond, and to make our summer meaningful. So we're going to do a four-part series on different opportunities to connect with important ministries here in the state of Arkansas. And today I'm excited to be joined by Tanya LaMoya from Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. Welcome, Tanya, to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you have so much to share with us, and we really want to cast a big picture vision of Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. Before we get to that, tell us a little bit about you, um, your life here in Arkansas, and then how long you've been with the ministry. Okay, so I grew up in a small town outside of Searcy, and I literally would ride my donkey to the church and tie him to the bell (laughs) and go to the church. So very, very small country church. Uh, I was saved at the age of six, and I had started asking my mom some questions, and then she sent me to the pastor, and he explained to me and described Romans 10, 9, and 10 to me on the steps of the church, and I accepted Christ there at six years old. And so I was raised in that small church until I went to college at Arkansas State. At Arkansas State, I got involved in the Baptist Collegiate Ministry, and that is where I met my husband. Yes. And, and Tell so us we, about him. Okay. Chris LaMoya, is, he works with the CYL team, and so he is involved and leads the Baptist Collegiate Ministries here in the state. Across Arkansas. That's right. That's great. And so we get to work together, and it's exciting to see what God's doing across our campuses. How did you get connected with Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries? I have always known about them. So in White County, that my entry point to them was the Jetsonia Receiving Home. It's not called yeah. that anymore. But also I knew about Monticello. That's the flagship mm-hmm. campus. So I knew about that. And so I have just heard about it being in Southern Baptist churches and being in Southern Baptist life. I knew a little. But until my husband, actually, he was working there. That is what introduced me okay. to the depth of the ministry and how wide it has gotten statewide and so I was able to learn a lot from him and I kept saying why do I not work there why do I not work there I should work there because my mission in life uh, aligns with their mission to build strength and restore families so so your background uh, is your degree and just education. education. My degree was elementary education, okay. but I spent most of my teaching years in high school teaching mathematics. Uh, I thought that I would go into counseling, but instead I taught math and sent kids to counseling. Yes, and, so, <laughs> and yeah. probably was like, I need to go to counseling after all this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and I knew that there would be a day when I wasn't in education, but I was still loving it. Um, I was in administration for a little bit, and I loved my community, and I loved being on my kids' schedule. And yes. so I was able to do that while the kids – I stayed at home with my kids the first 10 years, and then I taught about 10 years. And so after that, I came straight into working. I'm the director of community outreach for Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. So I came a little over a year ago. Okay. And 
looking back over your life and just thinking about your story and uh, just your passions and your gifting, what do you think God used to really prepare you for serving here and connecting uh, with Arkansas Baptist in this role? When I was a child, even in the broken and traumatic parts of that childhood, I longed to see the family unit as God intended it to be. So I wanted it for my family, and I wanted it for other families. And I think God just put in me at a young age to see that there are problems, there is brokenness, but the problems are because people don't do what God says. You know, we always want to assign blame to God, but I was like, hmm, it's interesting that the people who follow the Lord have a healthier family than those who don't. Right. And so I just, at a very young age, thought the, the Lord's ways were the best ways, and that is where I wanted to follow and so that is who I wanted to follow. And so I just desired, I had a strong desire for the family to be as God intended it to be. And that led me into education. And I actually really enjoyed not just teaching the kids, but I enjoyed being embedded in the community and getting to know those families as a unit, getting to know those parents. That was something that was very thrilling to me. And so I have just always, through whether it was education or in ministry roles, loved um, the parenting aspect, the family aspect, seeing children have a healthy childhood. Yeah, that's exciting. And and I'm so excited for all the ways that Arkansas Baptist Children Family Ministry, you know, you're partnering with people all across the state, and we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But for somebody out there who is not familiar at all, you know, they don't know that it is one agency with six divisions, which is what we're going to talk about today. Give a brief introduction, maybe a little bit of history about how do we find ourselves where we are today in terms of serving uh, children and families through Arkansas Baptist. The history is an important question, especially for your podcast, because it all started with one woman. Mm. And there was a woman named Hannah Hyatt, who over 130 years ago had a desire to see orphans taken care of. And she is in heaven and has no idea how much impact uh, that she made in the state of Arkansas. But Hannah was the youngest of 10 children. Her dad was a reverend. When they died in 1886 and 87, she, as a single woman, opened her home to orphans. She probably had around 25 kids in her home. And then in 1894, she gave that home and the land to Arkansas Baptist State Convention, okay. so 80 acres there. and But she ran it and then married later, and she and her husband um, were on that property wow. serving orphans in that way. It was plagued by financial trouble, lack of funding. Obviously, with a lot of kids, you have a lot of sicknesses, and there was overcrowding because at that time there was no state orphanage. And the funding almost didn't get stabilized until another woman, the widow, of George Bottoms from Texarkana. She funded some things after some fires, and then the Arkansas Baptist State Convention started coming in and taking up a Thanksgiving offering. And from there, we kind of see some stability in the finances, okay. and, and it was able to go from there. Wow, that is so amazing to think about how God called up, raised up one woman with a heart and a vision and just the ability to step into this place where there wasn't, you know, needs, where needs were not being met and to say, I want to be that person. I'm going to step up. I'm going to leverage my life for the gospel. And so you're right. You know, what we have today is just uh, unbelievable considering how everything started. So tell us a little bit about the different um, divisions or areas of Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. Okay. And a lot of people will know us as Arkansas Baptist Children 
children's homes. But right. recently, actually a little over a year ago, we changed that name to show that we are a people, not just a place. So we're scattered throughout the state and we're providing services throughout the state. But we have those campus foster care still in Monticello and in, um, outside of Harrison. And those are used not just for the residential care anymore that has changed, but they, that is a campus foster care community. So they are uh, cottages that house foster families in a family setting. We specialize and focus on teenagers and sibling groups, large sibling groups to live in those homes. And so that's what the campus care is. And that is under Connected Foster Care. Connected Foster Care and Adoptions is the private license placement agency that we have. So we're the foster care provider. So a child is in care with DCFS. They refer that child to us and we care for currently at this moment 170 children in the state and that is growing all the time and fluctuating all the time. Yes. Okay. And so the people who are serving through Connected Foster Care, they're basically ready to receive those children. Is that correct? Yes. So we are a, we train, we recruit, we do the home study, we do the placement, and we hire the caseworkers to service that child. So the foster family only interacts with us as connected right, foster care right. adoption. That's right. And so if you're listening to the podcast and you've been thinking, I want to get into foster care, I feel a calling to do that, but I do not know how, what would you tell them to do? I would say go to the website, <laughs> yes, <laughs> ArkansasFamilies.org, and you can sign up for the uh, the info meeting right. to get information about that at ArkansasFamilies.org/info. We are looking for people who are on mission to serve children, and who can provide a safe place for children in care. We service a wide range of ages, but we are really in need of those who will take on the older children or sibling groups. Yes, yes. and I know that you have um, advocates across the state uh, who are work in their regional area through Connected Foster Care. Do they, so when someone signs up on the website, do they hear from that advocate? Do they hear from that uh, kind of regional leader or how, what's the process for them? When someone signs up, a champion, Connected Foster okay. Care champion, champion, will reach out to them and that person will help uh, a- ask some questions they will get them signed up along the way. And then we also have coaches, which keep uh, people in compliance. And then we have caseworkers who service that family and that child. So you have a lot of support. Absolutely. That's what we want you to hear as you're listening to the podcast today. This is not something that you have to just embark on on your own. Not only can your local church come around you and hopefully provide support, prayer support, loving support, and even some hands-on support, but you're going to have champions and caseworkers to really help walk you through the process. And so if you're sensing that call, you know, visit Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministry website and click on that link uh, and, and enroll in their, in their program. Okay, tell us about another one of your divisions or, uh, uh, or agency. Okay, we have Desired Haven Family Care. And we currently have locations in Little Rock, Springdale, and in Jonesboro. And we are adding one in the fall at Monticello. Okay. Or actually two homes in, in, the, in the fall. Desired Haven Family Care is for that mom who is either on the front end and possibly um, facing a possible separation from her children, but she needs the resources and the help. So 
it can also be for reunification when a mom is reunifying with her kids um, who have been in foster care and she needs some extra support before she goes and does it on her own. So the family care has not just housing, but a program where we take them through seven areas of stability, help them with finances, their spiritual growth, housekeeping, things like that, just to help them to do life on their own. And uh, it takes about six to 18 months usually is when a mom and her kids are in those houses. And then they go out on their own and are able to still have an advocate that is with them. That is where our advocates come in. We pair those women with a person in the community who is not perfect, but has functioned in life. And especially us who have grown up in church um, and with uh, any semblance of healthy relationships we have a support system we don't even realize how much support we have sometimes but those people who are not perfect but they're like I can be a friend I can I can mentor someone I can be there in their moments where they need a little guidance and support them along their yes, journey yes and uh, ladies you'll remember we featured desired uh Haven at our Inspire Women's Conference last year. You got to hear Debbie Walker, you got to hear her story, and you got to hear about the opportunity, in a sense, to be a mentor to a woman who is in a really important point in her life. You know, she needs that stability, she needs that support, she needs that that woman uh, coming alongside of her, cheering for her, loving her, supporting her. And what a great opportunity for us to simply walk with someone through a very important season, but to really practice the presence of just being there with them, just being that support, being that stability. And I love that you have those, you know, areas that are designated. These are areas that we want to focus on. And so, you know, if you're willing to help and be an advocate in this way, then you don't have to come up with the material, you know, Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries, you're going to provide the resources, you're going to provide the training, you're going to provide the support. And so if you're a women's ministry leader and you and your women's ministry want to take on this opportunity uh, to come around women in your regional area as they are reunifying with um, children maybe or even just needing some stability in their life, log on to the website, find out more about this opportunity uh, and, and really consider the call that we have to love people through every season of life. You know, sometimes life is messy. Sometimes it's, it's difficult. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And, you know, if you don't have the family support, you can, you can feel like you're drowning in all of the details. So we have the opportunity as the body of Christ to literally come around these women and these children and to say, we're going to fight with you and for you for that victory that is yours in and through Jesus. And so that's such an exciting opportunity. All right. So tell us about the next one. Okay, with Connected Foster Care and Adoptions and Family Care, we have added or we've had for a while Living Well Professional Counseling. Living Well Professional Counseling is across the state in several locations. Sometimes the offices are in churches and sometimes the offices are in standalone buildings. But we are able to provide the community with mental health care. It is not just talk therapy. There are so many uh, services that we are able to provide through that. Uh, These people are professional. They have signed the statement of faith. You can trust what they believe. They're coming from a biblical worldview, and they are able to service a wide variety of people and needs. So we take insurances. We take Medicaid. And so we're also able to service our children in foster care foster care, those foster families, and those biological parents. And I almost think this is like a hidden jewel, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, 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 it's becoming more and more known, but literally when you see the map and you see where all of these different counselors are located across the state, it is such a 
I don't know, blessing to me to look at the map and to go, no matter where a woman, a wife, a mom, a child, uh, a, a man is living, there's help that's in driving distance for them. And it's it's professional help. It is trained help and it's a biblical help. And so w- tell us a little bit about what you see going on with Living Well Counseling. Are most of your, um, you know, areas where, where there is a counselor, are they, are they, do they have openings? Uh, is it, are they filled up? What is it like to schedule with them? And uh, give us a little details about, you know, just utilizing that ministry. Well, you can find a counselor no matter where you live in the state, because if there is not a location that you can drive to, we have telehealth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you guys can um, go to the website, ArkansasFamilies.org, and you will find Living Well or Counseling Services under there. There is also a phone number that you can call. And when you call that number, you can say, this is my need. This is what I'm looking for. And they can match you to the right counselor. Oh, that's great. That phone number is 501-737-4320. Okay, great. And we'll put that in the show notes. And so if you're going through a difficult time, if you know someone going through a difficult time, take advantage of this opportunity to reach out, to have uh, a, a biblically-based conversation with someone who can just help you walk through this season of your life. When you think about living well counseling, and you, I know uh, as an agency you saw the need for it, maybe because of Connected Foster Care, Desired Haven, because of the mental health issues that we just encounter as we help other people. Tell us how all of this is connected. How do all of these um, divisions support and interact with one another? That is best told by a story that encap- encapsulates a story that will tell you how all of these services work together. So I wanted to see everything that our ministry does. And so I drove to the campuses and I wanted to interact with the kids. And one day I was drawing with this child who was in foster care at the ranch. These children had been there for a couple of months and they were involved in the local church. So our churches are crucial to this ministry. We are in support and partner with them. And so the local church had been teaching this child in foster care. And a little boy about the age 10 or 11, he came to Christ through uh, the, the church. And so they contacted the biological mother and said, your child has accepted Christ and we would like to baptize him. And she said, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. But eventually she gave the permission. The biological mother came to the church for her son's baptism while he was still in foster care, and she was saved through that service. Then, eventually, they were reunited, so mother is taking care of the children, and then they move into our family care home. During that time, they are receiving services from counseling, the children and the mom, and so Living Well Counseling is there to support them and provide those wraparound services. That mother and those children lived there, and very recently, they have moved out on their own. They are thriving, and the mother wanted to move out of the family care home because she wanted to become a missionary to her extended family. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, you know, the power of the gospel to change and transform a life, and then the goodness of God to put that child at the right place, to open that child's heart uh, for these 
you know, men and women who poured into that child who ultimately reached that mother. Uh, and then as she becomes a missionary with that gospel message of hope into, you know, other families, her families and others, it's just a beautiful picture of how we can live and thrive in a broken world. And so I, I just love that so much. When you think about all six of your different divisions, what stands out as a benefit, uh, over an overarching benefit for all these different areas, whenever you think about um, for the local church, whenever you think about, you know, our, our, our Arkansas Baptist churches coming around the mission to go and tell the good news? I think the mission of the church is our mission. So uh, we are not at odds and we are not one extra thing. We can equip the church to do what the church should be doing. And so we have trained people who can help your church understand how to do advocacy. We have communities where we have gone in and trained the leaders and then those leaders are training their people in how to be an advocate for someone or we are there to help them with the connected foster care journey and so we're able to hold churches that have foster care communities in their churches they have a caseworker who works alongside that church and you have that support system and then you can do it together instead of alone on an island. So good, so good. Okay, so tell us about the last uh, area of ministry. The newest one coming up is Explorers Academy and that will open in the fall of 2023. This is a trauma-informed preschool. So children who are in foster care and the siblings that live with them have a place where there are people trained to help that child who has been through traumatic circumstances. Wow, wow. And is that uh, cutting edge? I mean, are there a lot of those across the state of Arkansas, or is this kind of a new thing that we see? This is not common. Yes, yeah. I, I was thinking this is a brand, like we are really testing out and trying and trusting by stepping out into this area of really trying to meet people where they are. Absolutely. There are vouchers that the government will provide for these children who are in foster care, but so many of the daycares are full. And so you have crowding issues there. It's hard to find that place. And so we are able to provide provide the place, but also the trained services. Yes, yes. And you have a new office that uh, I was recently able to tour, and it is beautiful. It's on Markham Street. So tell us about what is housed at your central office. Okay, and that is a gift of the church. Markham Street Baptist Church um, gifted our ministry with that in February of last year, and then we fully moved in in October. And so there you will have an Explorers Academy there at that location. There's also going to be one in Monticello. But we also have a resource room, and we have a party room for children in foster care, and we have visitation rooms there so that when parents are visiting with their children who are in foster care, they are coming into our building and into an environment that we have set our culture is there you know yes. they're encountering Christians and we are able to do some things in parent education that aren't always done and we're able to model to that parent how to engage with their child and so the children are having a good time as an activity is provided for them and that that mom is very receptive to how we can model an activity mm-hmm. or an engagement for her and so we have already seen two families reunited in just this brief time and they're doing well and 
So we are continuing to provide that biological parent with the training and the skills that they need to safely take care of their child. And I know that's the goal. The goal is just to support those parents, support those children, and share the gospel, you know, and and to see generational chains broken in Jesus's name and uh, to see families thriving and growing and connected to the local church. And so we're so excited about what's happening at Arkansas Baptist Children and Family Ministries. Just as a recap, it is one agency with six divisions and these six divisions uh, you can you know connect with any one of them or all of them as an individual or a local church we have living well counseling uh, where you can get support in mental health if you are experiencing a difficult time or you know someone who is experiencing a difficult time reach out uh, and know that help is available to you connected foster care and adoption uh, which is just incredible all of the opportunities uh, where you can be a foster family where you can support foster families where your church can become foster care friendly there's just so many different ways and under that connected we have homes for children and explorers academy and the ranch and then uh the last one is the Desired Haven Family Care, where we're coming alongside of moms and children as they are reunifying and providing that stability and that support and that mentorship process uh, so that they have the chance to have the life that God has created and designed them to have. And so what a ministry, whenever you look at it, what a ministry and what blesses me, Tanya, and what I didn't know was how it started with one woman. A woman who saw a need, had a desire to meet it, and strategically used her resources. Whatever God had given her, whatever she has inherited, she was single, and it didn't take long for her to use what she had to benefit others. Amen to that. Well, in this summer of service, as you're thinking about that resource that God has entrusted to you, will you use it uh, for the glory of God? Will you use it for the furtherance of his kingdom? And you never know, friends, in the generations ahead, how individuals may be talking about the sacrifice that you made, how God took it and how he multiplied it, and how many lives have been touched and changed with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So this summer, enjoy your time with your family, but also pray about, think about, and engage in meaningful times of ministry. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full free abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.